all about the best of life in Harrogate. This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. Hello, my name is Pete and welcome to another Your Harrogate Podcast. Thank you very much if you're listening via our website, yourharrogate.co.uk, or perhaps your favourite podcast location, Either way, nice to have you on board. If you are on yourharrogate.co.uk and you click win, you can get stuck in to Nick's Secret Sound. So Nick Hancock wakes you up every single weekday morning on the radio from half past six. And at ten past eight, he plays what is called the Secret Sound. It goes like so. You need to tell him what that sound is. There is a cryptic clue, Call of Duty, and you can win over £250, all thanks to Helijet Aviation. So there's a tip. Get yourself to the win page, yourharrogate.co.uk. Now, at the end of this week, Friday the 15th of September and then the 16th and 17th at Newby Hall and Gardens, it's the Autumn Flower Show. Giant veg lots of autumnal colours as well, an amazing display in part of Newby Hall itself, and also one of many involved, a couple who are currently based at Scamston near Moulton, Peter and Helena Walker, who run Wax Wicked Plants. And I've been speaking to Pete to find out more about his background in horticulture. We're just working it out the other day, and I'm, well, I'm older than I to remember but I've been involved in horticulture for over 40 years now fantastic stuff and what kind of got you first sort of interested um it was an agency job in Holland I was working in a brick factory at the time and um I got offered a, another position at a research center for plants I thought well that sounds better than the brick factory so uh, that's how I started really and then where does the whole carnivorous plant side of things come into it because straight away your mind goes to the the triffids yeah, yeah, it wasn't that so much, I must admit. It was uh, my, my boss in Holland was into unusual plants, and he, I, I think he had a picture plant at the time. So it kind of stuck with me. And then when we settled, because we travelled about quite a lot, when we settled somewhere, I started collecting the odd one and realised they were quite easy to grow. And yeah, that's how it got started. It just started with a collection, really. Did they go far back as, as the Jurassic period, some of these, these species well, that you deal it. with? That, that's the question. We don't really know. We're, we're, we're kind of wondering if there weren't giant Venus flytraps around back in the day of the dinosaurs, but I haven't, I haven't had any evidence of, of such yet. And what do you love about them? It's, for me, it's not so much the fly-catching aspect of it, although that is can be useful as well, but uh, I just like the colours and the shapes and all the different patterns. And Yeah, there's, 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 there's a lot to love about them. So paint a picture for me then, where, where you are in your nursery over, uh, over near Moulton. Um, it's just absolutely full to the brim with mainly Saracenias, which are our speciality, which are the hardy American pitcher plants. So we have no lecky on our nursery, no electricity or nothing to heat them with. So it's a plant that will survive extreme cold and doesn't cost me anything in lecky bills. That's always a bonus, especially, especially at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and how tricky are they? Do, are they? Because you instantly, well, I do, I'm, I'm sure other people do as well, you assume that plants and these rare species need a, a tropical climate to thrive in. Right, quite. Well, totally the opposite with these. We do have tropical varieties, but um, we, we specialise in hardy ones. So ours, ours just need to be, as long as they're sitting in water, and you're kind of mimicking how they would be in the wild and a nice sunny spot helps so you can have them either on a sunny windowsill for the for the summer season or you can have them outdoors in a bog garden or around the edge of the pond or in a porch patio you name it greenhouse 
but no, it doesn't need any heat. Well, that's, so that's good. The, the, the main plus point for them, yeah. And just don't let them dry out, really. Drown them rather than underwater them. Was it born in lockdown? Was this something that kind of grew during that particular time or...? or? Not really. No, we we were doing it long before uh, long before lockdown. We've been, I think, we've been doing Harrogate for over twelve years now. Certainly, the Great Yorkshire Show was our first one. But as soon as we could build a display, we've been doing uh, Harrogate Spring and Autumn. Twelve years, thirteen years commercially now. Very good. And outside the shows, do you go around doing different chats, or or is it all about the business and trying to sell the produce? It's become less the talks than that. It used to, we used to do lots and lots of talks, and we still do workshops and we do um, school talks, that kind of thing. But it's not as as much as it used to be. Now we are more concentrated on online selling, and we sell more from the nursery now as, as the shows have decreased a bit. But we always like to do our local shows. Obviously, that's our main selling point as well and our advertising for ourselves and and how has business been is it is it something that has really taken off and that there are people as as passionate as you guys about these carnivorous and unusual plants well we have a lot of collectors we specialize in venus flytrap so we've probably got about 80 different types of flytrap oh wow but at the minute at the minute things are um, quite tricky for us as in with regulations and one thing and another so it's not straightforward but it's been despite all the rules and regs. It's, it's been a good year, yeah. And how big does it, some of these grow? Are they are they fairly manageable? I mean, or, it's or like can, that. Yeah. Or can you get can you get some monster varieties? There are some with large traps. They'll never get huge. I think people confuse them with tropical ones, which can get pretty big. And the Saracenias are the, the biggest that we grow. Fly traps are small in comparison, but some have large traps and some have weird traps and weird names and all the collectors want every single different one so it's become a bit of a thing for us when one of them catches a fly let's say or, or an insect does it close up instantly it does it's not like um not like a mouse trap but it does close quite quickly obviously quick enough to trick a fly into thinking uh, it can fly away still and it doesn't so because they're quite, quite quick but not 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 as quick as people imagine more of a i suppose an illusion they just close around it so rather than that flows really fast and then they literally they they digest that fly and and turn it into into food and into energy yeah absolutely i mean um it's a bit of a gruesome thing if your uh, listeners have just had the tea or the lunch then, <laughs> but they'd literally squash the fly they squash the juice out of it so the more the fly wiggles the tighter the trap becomes wow and eventually it Deduces it, I suppose, is the best description nature is amazing and brutal all in one it certainly isn't it? is certainly is yeah 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 fascinating stuff so when it comes uh, um we're obviously getting very very close now to mm. the flower show at newby uh what yeah. can we expect from you guys is there going to be a big display have you got a stand how's it going to work yeah yeah we've got um we're going to do a circular island display um we have um it's a fairly new display for us so very modern containers we've got a bright red container that's the centerpiece and we're going to fill it with, hopefully, if I can find enough of them, um, pure white pitcher plants. So it's going to light up, you know. It really, really looks good. Um, this time of year, it's tricky for us because a lot of our plants have eaten too much. I know it sounds a bit bizarre, but this time of year, they've eaten a lot of flies and there's a bit of damage to them. So we have to really select carefully what we can do. And it is late in the year for us. So they're uh, they're a little bit like Bruce Bogtrotter from uh, from Matilda if you if you've seen that in, in that they've got a bit of a food coma going on. 
Yeah, well, I, I haven't seen it, but I've heard it from some of our younger customers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, what do you love about doing these shows, Pete, like going to um, Newby Hall? Well, Newby's a beautiful spot anyway. So I used to do plant fairs there and used to go when I was a kid, actually. But Harrogate's show, we've always done it. It's our local show, which we'll always continue to support and to do. We've got lots of customers who, who, who come for us now to the, to the local shows. So it's nice. It's a bit of a reunion as well and catch up with everyone. Brilliant stuff. Well, here's wishing you all the very, all the very best. If people want to find out Thank more, if, if people maybe want to look at the, the different varieties that you have, is, is the website the best place to go? Yeah, they can go to the website. You can also come to the nursery, which is um, next door to Scampton Walled Garden, but it's by appointment because we're often at home packing boxes and doing other things. So Wednesday to Sunday, you can make an appointment and come and see us. Or if our sign happens to be out in the field, you're welcome just to wander in as well. Well, website is um, www.waxwickedplant.co.uk. You're Harrogate.